Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another brand new episode of Scientific Gaming. Like always, I'm Daniel. I'm Mikey. And I'm Bubba, guys. How are you guys? I'm doing quite well. Um, it's a new Mikey day. Mikey smells like a bonfire. He does. It's a new day. Dude, it's, it's like week. bonfire season right now. It's so good. Yeah. Actually, technically, you're not supposed to have a fire because it's overcast and it'd get trapped and there's a bunch of different things. But it was a night sky. You can't see that. Okay. We're going to go on with uh, whatever. Uh, Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> Global warming's fake, guys. Uh, that hurts to say. Continue, Danny. Continue. Thank God. Thank God this isn't on the area. We can edit it. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, how was uh, your vacation, Mikey? It was pretty good. Um, I, I like to usually kick it back and relax on my vacations. Same. I'm not really one for planning out. Doing but you are going. Stuff. You are going somewhere for Memorial Day weekend as well. So I mean, yeah. like, but I'm going back. I'm going to to, to San Luis Obispo. That's where I went to school. I right. mean, my primary objective is to just eat a lot. And you said you had a really tough day at work. So I mean, going from vacation to work and it being shitty and having vacation ahead of you as well probably feels yeah glorious. It made today kind of seem a little bit longer though, because you're just like, I need today you... to be over so I can start my weekend. <laughs> Do you work Monday? No, I don't. Daniel works Monday. I work Monday. I have to go to Palm Springs. Well, okay, that could be a vacation. Uh, he, nah. it, it is a vacation. He's gonna have so dinner with do, our uncle. So what I do is I go and do my sales and everything that I have to do there, and then around five o'clock, five thirty, because that's when all the restaurants get super busy. I just end my sales then, and I go hang out with Uncle Mike, and we go to dinner, we just hang out, and then I drive home. I don't get back until like ten thirty. But I get free food. At so. the latest, he's gotten back at like one in the morning, and he texts me. He goes, "Hey, are you up?" Like, no, go, go to sleep. <laughs> go, Bubba. go away. Go to sleep. Um, How was your week, Bubba? It was good. Um, been working pretty hard. Um, I made You're the not easiest. In I made the easiest summer break, man. I made right? the easiest hundred dollars. I went underwater to fix a pool drain, and took me six minutes. Came out of the water. Guy handed me a check for a hundred bucks. And I went home. I think the whole or the whole thing took me driving included like twenty minutes, and I was like sick. Dude, that's right. money right there. I know. So I'm thinking about. I handed out my uh, business card to a couple of pool places because the fix was honestly really easy. Mm-hmm. And the way the guy explained it to me, he goes, honestly, a lot of people are more willing to spend a hundred dollars to have you fix something that seems trivial, but they can't do it. Instead, they'd have to drain their pool completely. To do that, and he goes, my pool would cost me four hundred and sixty dollars to drain it. He goes, I could give two craps about giving you a hundred dollars to fix a part. He goes, especially since I know it's skilled labor at that point. Mm-hmm. Must be nice, Jesus. And so I was like, and he was like, you honestly just go put your name up on the wall over by the local pool shop that called my uh, one of my bosses, and my boss gave the job to me. So I mean, it kind of helped out that way. Um, so for news, so yeah, um, I was just going to go over a little bit about, uh, some topics that we're going to talk about and we'll get into that. That way people can know like, Oh, this is what they're going to talk about. And if they want to, they can always fast forward to whatever they really want. If you fast forward. So, all right. We will know. I understand. We will know. But, um, or you can just uh, listen to us at double speed. So we all sound like chipmunks. Yeah. Seriously. Also, um, I just, uh, realized you leave a comment on our SoundCloud and let us know what your favorite part was. Um, I'm noticing when I'm perusing SoundCloud that a lot of people with podcasts are getting comments on specific sections that pertain to that individual. So please, when you guys listen to it, make a guest account, do something like that. I mean, I don't even think you need to be a guest account to do uh, a comment, 
leave us a comment. If you listen to it on iTunes, you know, uh, if you don't want it to be public, you know, send us an email. We got a contact us page on the website. It's under about us drop down menu. Just go send us an email about something that you enjoyed. So we have feedback and we know, I mean, like it definitely helps us out a lot. I get feedback occasionally from some people, but the more feedback we get, the better. And we're more able to tailor our approach to the podcast to make it better for you guys. So you could sorry. also just tell us whose voice sounds the sexiest or something. Like, Probably not mine. So it's cool. Um, I'm hoping it's mine, but we sound very similar. So it's ah, I'm one that's different. Ah, <laughs> uh, so no one likes you. All right. So Boom. today, <laughs> all right, we are all family. Yeah. Um. So today we'll talk about uh, Far Cry. The release came out. That's super exciting. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, Friday the Thirteenth, and then we'll get into the science of Battlefield. But first off, a little special thing for you guys we're i'm not doing apps today mikey wants to do an app he has an app i hate him already for it he made <laughs> me watch the trailer for it and i downloaded it on my phone for some odd reason i'm not really sure why uh probably end up playing it tonight and i will let him know so um on that note mikey take it away what about your uh app that you want to um, so the Pokemon company released the Magikarp Jump app this week, and I wasn't too excited about it at first, but I'm like, hey, you know what? A new app for Pokemon? I'll do it. Sure. <laughs> so I download it for Fan a little. Boy. Yeah. So like, I download it for a little. Well, because they have a bunch of apps. They have like Pokemon Battle Arena, I think it's called. Battle something. It's it's kind of like a board game looking thing one, but Wait, I it's I an app. Yeah, it's an app. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't get much into Just it. It in seemed, Pokemon, it actually, seemed a lot a more lot complicated crafting. than I wanted. Yeah. This one. This one seems a lot more simple. Like your card game complicated. Yeah, like like each of your tokens or whatever has an attack value or something like that, and you get. I don't know. I hated the Pokemon card game. No, no, but it wasn't. It wasn't like the card game. Like it was like it was more like the figurine type games. Okay, mm. I got you. Continue. Okay. Um. Anyway, so the Magikarp jump game seems a lot more simple, and it's just you're literally just raising a Magikarp. I I can it to kind of having like one of those. Uh, Tamagotchis? Yes. Is it, is it Boom. camp Pokemon? No, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll show it to you when, when we get some of Is it by Nintendo or is it by Game Freak? Oh, I don't know. Pokemon Company? It's probably by Game Freak. Nintendo yeah, doesn't make anything Pokemon specifically company. for, well, for I mean, Pokemon. Okay. I was about to say, uh, yeah, they're just they're, Mario? They're co- co-owners, I guess. <laughs> I think they they own Game Freak. Like, EA owns DICE yeah. and um, Ubisoft owns a couple other companies. Yeah. Anyway, so this one, like, it's it's got a very unique visual style to it. It's not like any of the, the Pokemon mainstream games or even uh, the Mystery Dungeon series or Pokemon Go or anything like that. It's I, when I look at it, I see very much like of a Kirby vibe to it, like Kirby's Dreamland and all that stuff. It, it, it does, it, yeah. It looks more like it's akin to kids. It, it looked a little cel shaded, yeah. It yeah. looked it looked it looked like um, if you would uh, compare the original. Uh, Twilight Princess Zelda to Wind Waker. Yeah. That's the difference that Mikey's pointing out is it's a stylistic approach that's different, very noticeable from But it's the still it works. Like you it's for a game as simple as like you're raising a Magikarp, it it works. It's like it's a simple concept. Why don't right. have some simple art to it? I don't need anything like a little fancy. Right. So the game itself, I don't know much about it. I know that you get your Magikarp, you use the rods to catch them, you use them his in his fish tank to feed him to make him grow to get his jump points higher so you can jump better so you can compete in leagues so you can bring honor to the back to the town that you're in 
other than that, I haven't explored much of it. Like I said, I haven't played much of it. I've been kind of busy this week. But the game itself, I like it so far. Yeah. And I, is, is, it, is it one of your toilet games? Uh, we'll, we'll see. Touch back with me he next week. He actually hasn't been on the toilet all week. Yeah, so he, he has no idea. He's <laughs> but been also, so, he's been so uh, pooped with work. <laughs> um, if you guys have an extra $2 you want to spare, you can uh, get Pokemon Chat Pals. It's similar to... Uh, it's just emojis, but like Pokemon, like, like stickers? stickers. Yeah, yeah. I, I have I have contemplated getting those. Really, for two dollars, Daniel? I haven't seen $2. them. Like, I haven't seen what they you look spend, like. Yeah. You spend like four but, times that on a crappy cheeseburger from a fast food restaurant. Oh, Pokemon Duel. That's what it's called. That oh, other app. That's the first thing that popped up. I was gonna ask you about it, but I was yeah, like, that had the, nothing the one to do with a board of. game. Oh, I was looking it's for like a board game. Yeah, but it's got like yeah, amiibos. It's got the figurines and stuff. But here, this is what the um. The um, stickers look like. It's just the Pokemon and the head. Oh like, god, little... the Squirtle. If in case just, you guys uh, know, don't know, Squirtle is my all-time favorite Pokemon. Yeah, he squirts over it. Yeah, um, let ooh. me see. I see Squirtle. what you did there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's did you just it. give him a lisp? Yeah, I did. Um, no, but I mean, that's a hundred percent worth it to me. That two dollars. If you yeah, really but there's like only Pokemon. From the looks of it, there doesn't seem you, like very many. You, you got to look in the description. But anyways, moving uh, forward. Um. The first thing we're going to talk about today is Far Cry 5. Uh, its release date and announcement trailer was given out today. And it looks really good. I'm, it does. I watched I, it. It's style. It's it's very Far Cry. It's very good graphically. Now, I have restraints because it didn't say in-game footage. It just kind of was I just... When, I hate when they do that. So, I mean... Ubisoft did this with Watch Dogs, where it was like they this do it with Assassin's Creed. Well, I mean, Assassin's Creed was pretty damn close. Watch Dogs was like, hey, here's well, some of the really the nice early Apple. like the Assassin's Creed too. You're just like, this isn't, this is a cinematic trailer, right? And then it looked awesome. Like, and then it's like, well, with Watch Dogs, it was like, hey, look at this nice apple, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And then you take a bite into it, and it's wax. And then like, here's a regular apple, and it doesn't look as good, and it's like moldy. Whereas Assassin's Creed's like two equal apples. One's a Granny Smith, and then the other one's the Fiji Fuji apple, right? I freaking hate red Fiji. apples. Fiji. So to me, that's like, mm -hmm. I was promised a Granny Smith, and I got a Fiji or Fuji apple, and I'm pissed, kind of thing. But it's not. They're still both equally good. Okay. To other people. So I mean, I I'm not a real big proponent on like the hate for the assassin's creed but so far cry 5 is going to be set in rural montana in uh quote-unquote hope county which is a kind of foreshadowing to what it's about it seems like this county has gained hope in a different direction and to me my question is going to be to you guys as how what do you think the backlash will be for ubisoft for making a game about the all-american religious like the all-american religion it's a very very between all of the um uh religious buildings that you see and the religious sentiment that you see mm -hmm. and all the symbolism it's a lot like the primary religion in the world to me it's a lot like christianity and when you have churches we like the west into religion no 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 and okay. when you have churches like the westboro baptist who will go out and protest you know soldiers funerals and like uh they protested some other school shootings mm -hmm. and stuff like that what's gonna be the backlash like you guys let us know on soundcloud what do you think the backlash is gonna be for a company that's located in france making a game about 
an American county in the heart of America, Montana. You're looking at like mm. really like away from everything kind of thing. What do you think the backlash is going to be? Like, I mean, to me, I feel like the backlash is going to be minimum, minimal as it should be minimal. But at the same time, I'm not too sure what's going to necessarily happen. Um, Daniel, you said you have uh, some Friday the 13th stuff. I do, but hold on one second. So we're playing this magic carp game and literally, you know how you battle? You just jump up in the air and then whoever falls the farthest wins. Or Daniel, you know magic carp's main attack, right? Is jump, but then it's splash. splash. Yeah, but have you guys seen like there's a picture one of my friends showed me. It was um, a parent dressed their baby up as a magic carp and they did a caption on it like magic carp, you splash, and the baby was just wiggling around. I'm like, that's so good, perfect. That now we know what good. now we know what Mikey's children are gonna do. <laughs> They're all gonna be the squirtles, the squirtle, squirtle squirtle bros, squad. the squirtle bros with the glasses. That's what his children are gonna be. Yep. All right, Danny. All right, so Friday the Thirteenth. I uh, got some news on that. It was experiencing some issues with the server on release day, which is today. Which is today. Fun fact. Did not. Yes. Fun fact. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um. Wait. When did it come out? Today. What time? Um. It normally come around like what three? Midnight. Really? I think so. I think it released midnight for digital download. And started so downloading. It was probably it, nine o'clock for us yesterday. It, it downloaded previously, and then on midnight you're able to play it. It's like a pre-download, like Mikey did that with Andromeda. But go ahead. Um, they released a statement on their Twitter. It says, "So bad news. We got hammered hard with uh, with so many people accessing our game that all the servers have overloaded, uh, shooting for reset in thirty minutes. That's good." Ish. I mean, they were following they, up with it. They're acknowledging right? that there's an issue instead of ignoring Not it. Not just that, that so many people were playing it that the mm, server yeah, went down. Too. Similar to Pokemon. Well, like, I mean, no. No uh, one could get one, on a Pokemon before. They had a tweet, they had a tweet that was uh, Friday the 13th Twitter had a tweet saying, we're experiencing an interesting issue and one that's perplexing. We have too many people playing the game. And, like, it's the face <laughs> with the sideways look. Like, um we can't do anything about this like it's a popular game but we'll work with getting like better stuff kind of thing like daniel yeah, daniel has some more yeah. tweets but yeah um they followed up five and a half two tweets with two tweets five and a half hours later so not 30 minutes like they originally said so it seemed to be a little bit more of an issue than I, they thought i neglected to write down um to have you uh mention to uh the original tweet was at nine in the morning for the first one with the bat with the servers down, mm-hmm. and the follow up tweet was at uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. Like you just wrote down five oh, and a wow. half, and I wanted people to know that it literally went from nine in the morning to three and a half. Or to so three. people were once they woke up in the morning, they're like, "I gotta play this game. all around the I world. Gotta play this all around the oh, world. Oh, true, around the world. I mean, nine o'clock our time is um, super late. It's eight hours." Eight hours to England, Greenwich, New England. Yeah. Or Greenwich, England. Yeah. Not Tom. New England. What? New England? No. Patriots? Go ahead. Tom Brady? No. Um, but anyways, so like Bubba mentioned, at 3 o'clock our time, or Pacific Standard Time, they tweeted out, things are slowly rolling out. We're migrating to a new server package for more people around the world. Bigger, hopefully better servers. So 
I mean, at least they're keeping people informed. Yeah, and as you wrote down, you, the immediate tweet after that was, this is not an immediate process. And restarting yeah. your game and connecting can help. We are on our way for everyone. Now, what I take from that is, they literally got all this traffic and they were mm -hmm. like, crap, let's use all this money we just got and buy like nine servers. Because mm -hmm. that's the only thing you can do in this point. When it's yeah. so popular, you need more servers. And yeah. they either just went to Amazon, bought servers, and then formatted them, or they went out and bought their own servers, set them up in-house, which I highly doubt. No one has personal servers anymore. They're mm -hmm. all in the cloud. So it's probably server. the latter or the first where it was like, yo, Amazon, straight up, yeah. let's get some more <laughs> of those servers. Or, you know, I forget the actual publisher of Friday the 13th, but maybe they... Uh, Freddy. It'd be Jason. Jason. But um, they'd. Uh, I'm pretty sure they had extra server storage, cloud space yeah. that they could use. Clyde. But um, go ahead. You had um, oh, a little bit more. And one more thing to mention is uh, another issue is the single player campaign will be a post launch update rather than a in game feature. So it's only online at the moment, and the servers are down. So if you paid for the game. You'll get the you'll get Have the fun not playing So we still it. don't know when it's going to be like I'm I'm assuming actually this is consistently working. From what I've seen on YouTube, is it something was, that we would buy? Friday the 13th. Personally, uh, it's something I that Craig would really Craig really wants to buy I because am he's not a, into horror he's, games. He's a child. You're a horror, Mikey. He's a child of the original Jason, the original Freddy. He's a child oh, of yeah. you know, uh Tales from the Crypt and all those things. So to him this game is huge and a lot of people this game is huge in this game is really really good everyone who plays it has nothing but amazing things to say however that's the drawback it's a small company and everyone's like oh they're my ubisoft minis and it's like you guys are assholes mm -hmm. you know a cut ubisoft slack even though they don't necessarily deserve slack i understand that cut them some slack you know they're working hard you gave them their money Give them the benefit of the doubt. For it's impossible the to fully predict what's going to happen on release day. Right. Like, so I mean, like, give these even guys with a break. like the Switch or like yeah. in any game that comes out, they're like, oh yeah, we project this many sales, and Doesn't a lot mean of it's going to happen. And a lot of companies it's probably going to be more. Yeah. A lot of companies don't want to spend that extra money just in case this doesn't happen. Yeah. Say they did account for this to happen. And, and they didn't. spent all this money, and they literally had no issues at all. Granted, maybe because they had all that extra space. Yeah, it's the Nintendo argument. Nintendo doesn't release anything unless they 100% know it's a thing that's gonna work. Now, at the same time, Nintendo has very rarely released online games. Mario Kart, it's um, not online. Arms, mean Splatoon. Those are the only games. But that you are could like buy. Those are the only games that are heavily like need for like uh, a server or an online system, and people are complaining about the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Switch oh. crashing, kicking people out of server, kicking people out of lobbies, doing all this stuff. So Nintendo's not like the be all end all of like the final product campaign. Mm -hmm. Like shit, stuff happens to everyone. Couldn't so, that also be there? Like their system, no, because it's, it's happening because what worldwide. It's happening what if worldwide. their like um, connection or connection was bad and they couldn't figure it out? If I remember correctly, the average game on um, console needs 512 kilobytes a second of memory or of data transfer. Right? Same. 
So to put that in perspective, why are you looking at me like so I know you said what this is? Because you said same, and I said to I put said this into perspective, as in I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, to put this in perspective, basically look at it like this: <laughs> you have, like, why is he looking? At you me? have on a very very slow internet connection that you pay basic amount for. You're getting 20 megabytes a second mm-hmm. on a very basic one. You can go off the Time Warner cable, um, Wi-Fi internet in the middle of the street and get 10 megabytes a second you're getting literally like 10 times the uh, actually almost 15 times the amount of data transfer that the average game requires Mm -hmm. at a minimum so you'll still be connected now you'll glitch and you'll have lag and you'll have all this other stuff but you'll still be connected and that's the thing i like how everyone's just (laughs) nice mikey I like how everyone's so upset, like, when this happens, like, they lag, like, oh, my God, like, think of the technology that you have now. Yeah. Ten years ago, you weren't able to do this. No, it's they fantastic. Don't they don't care. I know they don't care, but That's I'm just saying. First like, world problem right there. Right. It is. Hashtag first world problem. Mikey, you Tweet had something. On, yeah, so uh, they released the, the, the fact that they're doing Red Dead Redemption 2. What like what two months ago, right? Right. Two like months like ago. hey, yeah, it's a thing. It's finally gonna be a thing. And that's all they said. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, leaving everyone um, that likes it just like. Uh, but so. it's it's already being pushed back. Its release date, which as we've all discussed before, that's, we're all in favor yeah, of. Go ahead, push okay. it back as much as you need it because I want a good game. Yeah, especially uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. I really want a good game because I loved and played the crap. Out I've of only Red Dead I Redemption. only I only dabbled into the first one. Oh, you only dabble into the redemption? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't play it all the way through. Honestly, like it. It, it was a good story. It. It, it kept. It's not Mass Effect. It was very slow for me, which is weird considering the first Mass Effect so slow. I was about to say but, you just said it's slow, yet you played all the Mass Effects. I don't know. Come I think on. the sci-fi aspect had it for me. Oh, okay. Quick um, little side note: Did you guys finish Mass Effect? I've played about another eight hours of it this week. I've been working on Battlefield 1 videos, so no. And I've also been... Percentage of completion. Just a rough estimate. Honestly, probably yeah. 10, okay. if that. Uh, I think I'm at 35, 40. All right. If that. Mike I just want 100% to... this game. I know he Oh, will. yeah. I'm going to try to do it probably within the next week or so because I want to get it before we get to uh, June's Game of the Month because that game I also stopped to finish, which I have... But I'm probably going to start it over just so I can finish it. Okay. I just wanted the listeners to know where you guys were with that. Yeah, I know yeah. how much you, you love it. I'm, I was going to beat Mass Effect. Like, I'm surprised I hadn't beat it already, but that's just because uh, You've been when swamped. the other Mass Effect games came out, came out I didn't have a full-time job. <laughs> he was, was the first student. one I've had with like, a full-time job. I'm like, guys, it's going to take me forever to beat right. this game. It sucks being an adult. <laughs> Sometimes I wake up and I'm just like, I, I don't want to adult today. See, I do that every day. Every day. Luckily for me, I still haven't gotten a email back from my boss saying hey coming to work we need you so i'm not adulting at the moment and looking for money so be on the bad the glad side of having the money you're uh, you're up before i even go to work <laughs> yeah i'm up before you go to work i'm looking for I'm jo- chances to, to get money and all this mm-hmm. other stuff and this dude's like strolling out of bed at 7 59 he's gonna be working at, at eight i'm supposed to be at work at eight i get i like leave the house at like 7 <laughs> 50 it's terrible. All right, yeah, go like, ahead. You were saying, yeah. Um, but they're pro- they're projecting the sales to be more along the lines of how Destiny Two was, which I actually think they could get a bit higher considering how anticipated the Red Dead Redemption game was. Yeah. The sequel so, is. uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens, 
And with Red Dead Redemption 2 being pushed back and it potentially matching the sales for Destiny. Now, the question that I, I, I will propose is, now that Red Dead Redemption is pushed back, Destiny 2 is still being is still going to be released on time this year. Mm-hmm. So now it doesn't have to per it doesn't have to compete with Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, Titanfall Two versus Battlefield One, released on the same day, same publisher. One was completely overshadowed. One was completely overshadowed. Like Danny had. It's no happened several idea. times. I think Rise of the Tomb Raider and Fallout Four came out on the same exact day. Right. And everyone forgot about Rise of the Tomb Raider because Fallout Four was so anticipated. And that was such a good game. Yeah, like they're both great games. Just it sucks that they came out on the same day. It's like when you have like two huge movies coming out at the same time. Like that that weekend, that opening weekend is gonna be split between two different movies. Right. And every other Question. movie in there is gonna be like, will I be Screwed. ostracized yeah. by saying I didn't really like Fallout? Oh, I didn't. No, like no, no, no. I'm not a Fallout guy. I'm not a Fallout. I'm not. Either. I'm not an open world like, RPG see... guy. I don't like Skyrim. I don't like Fallout. Mass Effect was really hard for me to play, but the story was enough for me to keep going. With Fallout, there's so many logical inconsistencies. I played it for 20 minutes and I almost threw the remote across the room. Yeah, it, I, I, so I played many... Fallout Three. I'm just like, I can't. I, I can't. played Fallout Three pretty for a, for probably about 60 Tyler, hours. Tyler loved Fallout, right? Yeah. But I mean, I played Fallout Three for maybe like Our cousin for those of you. yeah. I well, played... my my future brother in law, the Fallout series is his favorite game. Yeah, I can't. It to me, it just it's hard for me to follow, and I'm just like. Well, no, some people think of the no. same thing with the games that you yeah, made and choose. like I said, like like you you got into Mass Effect because of the story. I'm like honestly, the sci-fi aspect helps me a lot with it. The only post-apocalyptic style of game that I could play that's open open right. world is borderlands and that's because borderlands it's is extremely funny and it's highly stylized okay yeah i mean i'm right now have you played borderlands danny i think yeah, so. I, I think you'd actually like it there's a lot of crude humor in it and everything uh, it's a lot it's of it's a lot, a lot of sexual humor. innuendos that's and my everything. s word um but <laughs> i don't want to cuss what's it called um for we kids. have uh, i have been playing a lot of player unknowns battlegrounds and a lot of this game called squad before we get into that did you have dates for the the original release for Red Dead Redemption? No one had no, dates. No, no one, one had dates. dates. I think it, it was, was just late years. 2017, yeah. but it was pushed back. Just Destiny 2 so is it's probably going to be released. mid-2018. Destiny yeah. 2 is being released later in August, okay. I want to say. Um, don't quote me on that, but it is a thing. Uh, last bit of news is For Honor is going to... Ubisoft's going to push out an update later this week for pc and then later for consoles because they have to go through a certification process for the individual manufacturers sony and microsoft respectively um but foreigner will start penalizing rage quitters so now if you all f4 the game or quit the game completely turn off your console or anything like that when you log back in they're like hey you have a time penalty before playing online again because they want to prevent you from doing that rather than now, the article I was reading was saying, instead of finding why people are rage quitting, like, no, screw you. Have you ever rage quit a game before? Never. I refuse to. We have this app on our phone called, um, uh, it's like Golf Clash that we mm-hmm. talked about previously. Um, I have literally shot in the water four times, and this guy got in the hole, and I didn't rage quit once. This dude shot in the water once when I was playing against him, rage quit it. I was playing this game, Player Unknowns. As I'm killing this guy, Rage quits. Mm-hmm. Player Unknown does it right. Still gave me the kill, so it's still good. But I'm like, why? Why? I mean, like, you dumb messed up. Yeah. There's nothing you could do. 
why are you going to rage quit? Like, you were literally just, like, play the game. Play the game how it's supposed to be played. Have you ever rage quit? No, I get, I've, I've never rage quit, but I, yeah, I've definitely gotten angry at a game before. It's usually, like, when there's some kind of platforming aspect. Yeah, and, I mean, and, like, like the, either the angry. camera angle or something like that. Like, I, that usually gets me angry just because, like, I, I, I usually make the jump or something like that and it doesn't register it or something. Right, like, if but I, I've seen my brother rage quit more, uh, and it was either Mortal Kombat or it was Injustice. Online? No, I think he was just doing regular laddering. Okay, that's fine. If it's but, like, just it was, then... like, he had a pen, he broke the pen, the ink got all over his bed sheets and everything it was all over his hands i was just like dude just stop playing the game i and never... <laughs> you're getting married soon matt congratulations what the hell are you doing i never rage quit that's such bullshit i no i raged but i never quit i danny threw one of my controllers <laughs> i didn't no, it flew no, out of my hand it no. was so weird how it happened i tried to catch it and no. it just went no. towards the tv did so the whole thing quick. happen in slow motion no so real quick listen All right, so real quick, listen to this. Daniel, straight up. You don't have to listen. You can skip through this Daniel, part. straight up. We were playing a game. He got so pissed. This is PlayStation 2 days, so wired controller still. I think we were Picks. playing Frogger. No, it wasn't Frogger. <laughs> I forget what it was, but Danny Rage quit it. It's one of the last times my mom let him play video games. Uh, it was Dragon Ball Z Budokai. You uh, cheated. No. He always picked Vegeta, and he always he used Final Flash. Final Flash. So I always Flash either it. was Trunks or I was Gohan. And then so I remember Daniel was doing Final Flash, and he went to do it, and I teleported <laughs> behind him. <laughs> and I did the Kamehameha because I was Gohan. And I lit him up completely like he was done. And he literally grabbed the controller and i can still remember the sound of the controller leaving the console <laughs> he throws it down so hard that the reverberations travel up the cord leave the console the <laughs> the cord that connects to the console snaps up and hits the ground breaks the controller breaks my mom runs in thinking something broke and daniel's sitting there and i'm just like screaming at him like you piece of crap like i it was one of the controls we just bought. I <laughs> just bought. And I'm like, he broke the memory card because when it forced out, and he was so pissed, he never, he didn't apologize. And I swear he didn't apologize until like I two, three years ago. I think ago. you're misremembering. Mis no, remembering. straight up, Daniel. You had anger issues. Amy, we had the Xbox 360. I tried to catch the remote <laughs> as it flew out of my hand. And it just happened to hit the ground out of breathtaking. Daniel speed. threw my Xbox 360 remote uh, when I was when we were playing Call of Duty. I threw Modern it against Warfare. the pillow, and he broke and he cracked it. And I will never, I will never forget. I gave him a face, and he <laughs> literally just stops and he goes, "I'm sorry," and like walks out really quickly because I apparently I got really angry, and Daniel just like, uh. This isn't going to end well because I'm not angry to fight the angry. So this isn't going to be a thing. And I just remember it was in, we were in high school and like I just started. I, I was like my second year of wrestling and Daniel and I that my first year of wrestling. He realized now that I have the technique, he can't overpower me. And like he realized how mad I was that he cracked that he cracked mm. my controller. He was just like. Again, you're Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm it leaving. sucks when like your younger brothers like can actually compete with you. Right. Well, he can't. 
Cause like I'm, I'm, he was just, I'm physically he had, bigger than my brother, but my brother's a cop, so <laughs> <laughs> he just like like Matt has. He has the technique over. Here. Yeah, like he can. He like can if I had to, stuff. I could just punch him in the face. It's fine. But good luck I, getting the punch to land I in the think face. That he's just misremembering. Whatever. It's because I'm not misrecalling or misremembering. Anyway, you are trying to go around the subject. That's one of the main reasons I don't play video games is because I get frustrated because I can't control them, and I believe I have control issues. Daniel has anger issues. I don't have anger issues. Shut up. I don't. Uh, (laughs) Uh, German. Oh, man, that was loud. Uh, I'm going to have to lower that. Um, So so for our science issue today, we are going to go over some of the... uh, Yeah, we're done with the news. Did we do Far Cry? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so we are going to go over some science. So today we did something new. We brainstormed and we overwent. That's not the right word. We uh, did an overview, outlined what we were going to talk about. Uh, We put it up on a whiteboard because, you know, we're profesh. And we basically... I'm going to tweet a photo of that. We're we're too legit. Yeah, and we basically went over some of the concepts behind bullets and artillery uh, rounds. And I'm really going to stray away from cannon fire. Now, however, cannons were a thing in World War I. They just weren't that effective. And you can... um, I'll give you the basic lowdown. A cannon, a cannonball, it fires like... A knuckleball. So if you look at a pitcher throwing a knuckleball, it bounces all over the place. It's exactly what a cannonball and does. And it mows, mows down people. Right. That's exactly what the musket did. The musket balls did all of that. Once they start, also with that very uncontrolling, you can't really control. You you right. think you're aiming at a certain place where you think you are, but because it's so unpredictable, it can go anywhere. Right. So once they started rifling barrels, and by rifling, they put grooves in it. So if you ever look at a bullet, look at CSI, you're going to notice the bullet has grooves on it that it was fired from. It's also, it makes, it makes the bullet, uh, it makes the bullet spiral spin as a spiral and it's more precise. Look at a spiral thrown football versus a bad spiral thrown football to the same spot. It takes a different direction. Sometimes it doesn't always hit same quarterback doing the same throw with a different type of spin. Not always going to happen. So artillery shells are rifled. Artillery rounds are rifle are the artillery are rifled and so are these weapons that we're going to go over now most of these rounds are still in use today so that means Mm -hmm. that it's not changing what we're using how much can bullets can change actually over the years like they're they're probably exactly the same i mean like other things about them i think when 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 things advance it's usually just the guns advance right so it's not like the arrow ever changed no Bows changed, but like I said, the fifty cal True. you had you had the fifty cal, which did, or which is a newer round, a newish round, uh, World War Two ish, I believe. Um, that is not in World War One, mm-hmm. but there are similar rounds close to it. However, the fifty caliber round is specifically made for a specific type of purpose, right? Yeah. So, so like all, what Mikey was saying is like how timeless is a bow and arrow that is never changed. I mean, even while going off, they what, do change even going arrow. off what you're saying, like they do change. The they arrow. make new bullets. They make new rounds. They but that doesn't mean that the other ones aren't getting at. like they're but, still being used. Like that's what I was getting yeah. at. Yeah, the size of the round is become almost a standard. 
Yeah, but the size of an arrow is the same. Right, and that's the whole key. But you're changing the materials in which they're produced with. I guess, like so, carbon fiber. Right. Or... So, like, let's say, let's take an arrow for example. They were originally made of wood, rock, and feathers. Now they're made of steel, carbon fiber, and polyester, or not polyester, um, uh, plastic, PVC, polyvinyl chloride. Mm -hmm. And that right there is because it's a so PVC stamps. PVC stamps for guys. Yeah. Wait, it's a what? more is it really polyvinyl chloride yeah yeah pvc like pvc pipe yep. that's yeah that's it's called it. polyvinyl chloride um <sighs> you learn something new every day um, i love scientific gaming podcasts guys <laughs> biggest fan right here um right? so hashtag blast. basically you're getting better materials so mikey and i and daniel we are oh, that was terrible grammar but i'm rolling with it we hey we're not we, game we're not the the we're, not majors, we're not English majors. We're not English majors. I'm dyslexic, so if that helps uh, anybody um, We really went into depth on the generics of bullets. Like, we looked at the standard NATO round, the North American Treaty Organization, and then the standard Russian round for the Warsaw Pact. So you have the 556 versus the 762, respectively. And basically... Do you want to explain those a little bit? Those yeah, so the 556 five, five, round, it means 5.56 millimeters wide. And then the 762 round is 7.76 or 7.62. 62, thank you. So Millimeters the higher wide. number is a th thicker round. Thicker round. Thicker round. Okay. So when I, say, when I say a 75 millimeter artillery shell and a 155 millimeter sh artillery shell, imagine those as massive, massive bullets because that's mm -hmm. what they are. Um, when you're looking at these rounds that are pretty standard, uh, nowadays, they are almost indicative to what we used way back way in the early 1900s before World War One. So you had like um, the Maxim gun, which got its start in the late 1800s and saw heavy usage and stylistic approaches in biplanes, zeppelins, and um, artillery. You had the uh, different types of uh, guns for the British and the di are the different types of machine guns for the British that adapted a Maxim style feed. You had different types of uh, German weapons, French weapons, you know, mm -hmm. you had the American uh, Gatlin gun, which works similar to those as well. So you really have to look at all this stuff, but the rounds. So as Mikey mentioned, the guns change how the gun looks stylistically, its features, its functions, those change. Look at the car. The motor has been relatively the same, but now it's made with more emphasis on peripherals and it's made out of better equipment so it's able to properly perform, right? Lasts so, longer. Right, so it's got a better compression ratio and everything else like that so the engine can better perform better. types of weather. Exactly, so if you make a gun out of a soft metal like a not a gun let's say you make a round out of a soft metal right that's gonna melt before it leaves the barrel of the gun right yeah. so that's kind of not what you want a lot of this started with steel rounds i believe a lot of them are still made with steel um in the round itself um but you really have to look at why they were using that metal so if we look at the old rounds at the beginning of the war a lot of people the French used the 8mm round, as I said before. That's a little bit larger than the standard Russian round. Mm -hmm. At 7.62, this is an 8mm round. Um, I am unaware of any weapons that actively use this. We did some research and we some, found some... I guess some um, 
Japanese guns. Japanese weapons use right. an 8mm. I don't we're know we're if they're sure. still in circulation, sure. but... Or how new they are. Yeah, we're not yeah. sure of their relatively uh, production date. We didn't do too much of a deep dive into right. that. Right. Again, this is just basically on the munitions themselves. And as they got later on, when the Americans started to join, we used a 30-06 round, which is a little Very bit powerful. larger than a um, .303 round. And the reason is that it's also a, it's a little bit wider, but it's also a longer round too, so you have better distance. So it's mm-hmm. like um, if you can imagine a fat arrow versus a skinny arrow, and a fat long arrow, or better known as an artillery shell, versus a skinny long arrow. You know which gonna power more, what takes mm-hmm. le- more power to use, kind of thing. So the guns have to change. Um, one of the biggest changes that you're going to see in these rounds is the ease of production. As World War One was going on, we talked about it earlier how the war economy is an actual thing. Uh, I was reading on a website about news history about how we were trying to get more and more uh, rounds downrange. And they wanted to start with 100,000 rounds a month. But they had such high production that it ended up being 900,000 rounds a month until they ran out of production. And then it dropped back down to 100,000 rounds and you saw a resurgence of um, fronts. So like uh, if you can imagine uh, the Battle of Verdun or uh, the Battle of the Somme, um, there's a whole bunch of battles in World War and I can't really necessarily think off the top of my head. Uh, but... You, these battles were really made or broken with artillery and guns. So if you were looking at artillery, as I said, uh, there's a lot of catastrophe. And mm-hmm. Mikey and I were talking about it. It's a lot of angles. So imagine being the first people to use artillery with your guys in front of you. Right. Like that is just, that is terrible. I mean, like, I mean, we can go into a little bit of the geometry on why you want the most angle before you start pointing up which is 45 degree angle but even at a 45 degree angle you're losing distance so you have to be like 44.9 something mm-hmm. per uh, angle in order to get to that area and I'll that point one does a lot right especially like with nowadays our uh, american howitzer can have a range of 24.7 kilometers that's huge. That's like across the United yeah. States. And if if you're ever thinking like, like point one degree, like oh, that doesn't seem like that much. Like yeah, it doesn't seem that much when you're really close. But like that point one turns into a huge margin of change over a longer distance. Mm-hmm. Right. And then so like that 250 turns down. It's to why it, like 150. It's why uh, maybe not so much shooting but. a target that's farther away is a lot harder than shooting a target that's right in front of you. Right. Exactly. And then um, Mikey, you have gravity. You I'll have, have a, wind. You have the speed. You have and. Yeah, even like it or not, stuff you control, like your your hand motion, type everything of, like that, your breathing, of, uh, type of season, depending on how close moisture you are. in the air. Yeah, you're looking at a whole bunch of things. I'll let Mikey. I talked a little bit too much about the science of ammunitions. I'll let Mikey take back because we did brainstorm, like I said. Uh, so he'll take over on some of the categories that we talked about too, with the forces, like very general. Like we're not trying to get you guys like super pumped on you know like the science we're not trying to be like yo doc science is Mm -hmm. like pure let's give you derivatives integrals calculus on the bullet drop but we're just trying to we're trying to take like okay like this is something that everyone uses right so basically basically mike is just going to go quickly over 
what we went over earlier. And yeah, like see. you can tell just the basic for equation of mass. Force equals mass times acceleration. How hard something exactly. is hits you depends on how what's it's accelerating at and how much it weighs. So mm -hmm. obviously the bullets that are thicker and fatter, they're going to hit you a lot harder than the bullets that are smaller. They may not go as far. They could go as far depending on how they're shot, what's how they're shooting shot, it? what's yeah. shooting it or whatever like yeah. that. But like if you're just looking at the bullets themselves, the bigger bullets will hurt more when they hit you. Right. The smaller bullets will don't won't do as much damage. You'll probably maybe be able to fire more, still more hurt. of them. They'll still hurt. Yeah, but they won't like like also like like um, we were talking about it before. Like it's the difference between like me punching you and Mike Tyson punching you. Exactly. Don't like, go I can, out. I can punch you and it'll hurt, but Mike yeah. Tyson's gonna punch you and you're gonna be down. Also, people don't go out and test this. Yeah. Uh, um. These uh, are to, to bullets. You, they will kill you. Yeah. To yeah. give you guys a hint, uh, deadly weapons. If you guys want to know more about what happens when bullets enter something similar to flesh, I urge you guys to go on YouTube and type in bullets, any type you want, any ones we talk about, 8mm, you can talk about the 45 caliber, the 30-06, caliber, and then just say going into ballistic gel. And you can see firsthand on YouTube, mm -hmm. a lot of the, like I know the slow-mo guys might have a couple videos on it, on what happens inside that ballistic gel and what it would do. It actually creates a cavity of air in which it collapses and it pressurizes the air and it creates a shock actually wave. really cool videos <laughs> yeah and it creates a shock wave and it can damage organs yeah. i mean like i'm not going to go out and tell you guys to go play bb guns with 22 rounds because that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard but it's been done before mm -hmm. uh Might always do practice do that after this always practice safe uh gun rules don't go to a range unless you've been properly trained and please 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 if you have any questions Go about to NRA. this, NRA.com. Uh, the NRA has a good. Um, the NRA, if you avoid the politics side of it, they are very, very good at gun safety. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and look at that. If you have any questions on that, we are not the formal leading experts on this. This is something I've done my entire childhood. I've gotten personal training from it, I've been yeah. formally trained. Um, Mikey's brother as a cop he's been formally trained we both talk about it all the time but we do it safely so be, please actually, guys be safe I'm mm -hmm. actually an award winning shooter yeah so I mean three times state champ no actually uh, when I was younger I entered competitions and I would play yeah, I remember yeah. <laughs> so um, they called me the alien I don't know why uh, I thought it was pretty cool when I went shooting with my brother for the first time he called me a natural I'm just like yes yes um, but always yes. shoot safe. And uh, as Mikey was uh, alluding to with the forces and the difference in the bullets, um, Mikey, what do you think? What do you NRA.org. Okay, NRA.org. Uh, what do you think would be a more lethal round? You're in World War One, and you are in the trenches. It's very mm -hmm. trench warfare. Would you rather have a shotgun? Would you rather have a pistol? I mean, like these pistols, the M1911, it's a 1911 pistol, Colt 1911. It was around 1911. Mm -hmm. When was the First World War? Anyways, uh, the would you rather have a pistol, shotgun, rifle, machine gun? The Tommy gun entered later on that adopted the same round as the pistol. Mm -hmm. What round would you use to defend yourself or to inflict the most damage to the opponent in the case of World War One conditions, trench mm -hmm. warfare and... If I'm trying to protect myself, if I'm like, if I'm in a trench near uh, enemy combatants, I would probably use a bigger round because I want them to be incapacitated when I right. when I'm using it on them. So a shotgun. 
Yeah, or, or something, even anything that can take a bigger Also, round. the benefit with a shotgun. The 1911, is, it, but you're losing accuracy with the pistol, but you yeah. have a really big Yeah, round but I'm, like I'm not thinking about distance. I'm thinking, like, I'm in the that trenches with them. I mean, they're, like, right there. Is like a, but also, with a shotgun, you possibly can get more than just one combatant. True. You can get two. True, depending on, also depending on how shot. close they are and how close so you are. So you would are. say, like, a, a thicker round? Yeah, and, and like if, a, I, if I'm going for, like, if I'm not in, in the immediate danger, like, obviously, you're in war, you're always in danger. Right. But, like, if I'm, like not in the trenches if i'm just trying to shoot people like out in the front, i would go for like a machine gun type thing like or a rifle okay that way it may not pack that much of a punch but it still hurts them and right. it can it, it, it'll slightly incapacitate them for a little while fun fact for everyone out there parliament cigarettes um they have that thick filter because in world war one the machine gunners would bite down on the filters so the parliament uh cigarette manufacturers made the uh filters out of a hard plastic so the machine gunners could bite down on it as they shoot so imagine like an old um brick oh, so it's like a mouth guard uh, no it's basically just like the cigarette um the uh filter itself so like if you're looking at a marble that brown piece mm-hmm. instead of yeah that white piece, but like it, it's t- to keep their teeth from chattering together right kind of to keep their yeah. teeth from chattering but also to not uh, bite through the cigarette when they're smoking while they're shooting uh. So yeah, that's it's also that's little, probably the, the purpose they were going got, for. But. It's also got a little opening on the back, so you can uh, do other stuff with it. But I'm not going to go into that part. Um, Daniel, what listening. would you say? What would you say um, would be your preferred round of choice? Being World War One, what we talked about in terms of round stopping power and stuff. Very similar to what Mikey said. If it was hand to hand combat, or not hand to hand, obviously you'd close combat. Hand. Close combat, I would use a shotgun. Um, and then if it was people running towards me, something similar to a machine gun, or if there was multiple of us, um, I would probably get onto the sniper and try to take out as many people as I possibly can from a distance. Okay. So let them handle the people closer up. I handle the people that are coming from farther away, since maybe I- with a bigger gun or um, try to take them out before they right. get us. So since I share a very similar viewpoint as you guys, I'll give you guys basically the what actually happened. So what actually happened was only officers were really given pistols. Mm-hmm. Pistols and sabers, very old school, right? Um, but certain individuals did carry pistols. Uh, they saw very limited usage towards the smaller grunts, but some of them did have it. Most of them had rifles with bayonets affixed. So yeah. that takes care of your CQB. Right, but you had individuals having rules. I don't want you guys to think that we're taking away from flame flowers, flame throwers. Sorry, those were absolutely in use in World War One. However, so was gas, and I'm not going to go into gas only for the reason of I'm not going to do it justice with the actual extreme amount of science that goes into that gas that I would rather refrain from doing that because the more you go into it the more you inform and the more i inform the deadlier it is and i'd rather just it's a rabbit hole yeah i'd rather just give you guys the information so i'm not like the internet i'm not i'm not taking it away from you because if you really want to know you can go find the concoctions for yourself i'm not going to tell you what to search for uh i'm going to quickly wrap it up with so world war one was and is an important part of our history, and I really it was, think it was a lot of firsts in terms of war. It was right. trench warfare. This tanks, trench warfare was ridiculous. Planes, chemical, chemical weapons were really, like, really, really emphasized. They were in use before, but they were emphasized and used against us. Mm. We were always the ones seeing it being used against others, kind of like that boat thing where you're on one side of the boat and the other one's sinking, and the people on the other side are going, and they're like, 
And the people on the non-seeking side go, I don't know why they're worried. There's no water over here. Mm. Same exact concept. But once it was used on us. Terrible light. You should see the cartoon. It makes a lot more sense. Okay. Um, (laughs) But in any case, uh, I want to say a huge, huge, huge thank you to men and women around the world. Uh, Tomorrow is Memorial Day. Uh, Remember, this is not just a time for barbecues and kickbacks, going to slow to eat a lot you know, moving our family's furniture or working or anything like that today or tomorrow, sorry, is a time to where you can think, even if you don't agree with the military, um, like ideals of the first world, whether it be France, Germany, England, America, Canada, Mexico, I don't care. There are people out there that are trying to do what they think is right. They're also, and they're trying to do it for their families. So they're doing it so that you can have that opinion. Right. So, I mean, you really want to sit back on Monday in between that third beer, in between that fourth hot dog, in between that gluttony, in between that (laughs) capitalism. Wasn't your your grandfather in military? Mm -mm. Um, In between all of that, that in between all of that, take a second. Thank your, thank your lucky stars. If you have someone, you can even think uh, Matthew Jensen as well. I mean, he's not in the armed services, but he does protect our rights and he does right. Do so I mean, like, it's more or less focused on armed services. If you guys really want, there are a lot of charities out there. I alluded to them in the first article on the first video that we talked about. Uh, there's a couple that I personally like that are vetted and a completely like amazing. I've worked with a few charities that are big name charities that were really bad and they were for military and I'm not going to say their name because I feel like that's not okay, but, uh, do your research before you donate. And, you know, in between that, you know, that barbecue, you know, yeah. thank someone that, you know, cause I guarantee, you know, someone that served, even if they didn't do anything, but they were a mechanic, mm-hmm. they still did something that someone else didn't want to do. That's a job that needed to be done. So, I mean, thank you to all of our veterans that listen. Exactly. Thank you very much. And I want to basically thank all of our listeners again. Uh, I'll have Danny give us a quick sign off and then uh, this podcast will be complete for this week. Thank you, Battlefield One, for being awesome. We're having the first playthrough of Battlefield One. Let me know how you guys like it. This is a teaser. I'm going to release the last three episodes uh, tomorrow. All right, sorry. I I'm going to re- I will I have released them Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday, and Monday as a final hurrah for the first step for the first um, playthrough. If you guys like it, I will do it more, and I will have the full walkthrough up with the missions, and it'll be changed up between me, Mikey, or me, Danny, Mikey, depending on Danny if he wants to play. It. And that way we can you record it. You want me to throw it. your remote? Yeah. <laughs> if we want, and that way when we record it, it's good for you guys. So, again, thank you very much. Let us know. Give us comments on that SoundCloud stuff. Danny, take it away. All right, quickly, before we run out of time, uh, check out our Instagram, our Twitter, our uh, I was about to say Snapchat. We don't have Snapchat. Um, our Twitter, Instagram, our website. Check out our um, Patreon. Thanks for whispering into something that Patreon. people can hear you. Our Patreon, all that does help the podcast. Uh, if it wasn't for you guys, we would not be able to do this. Um, we're at at Games Science on most things. Right, so it's yeah. plural game. So G-A-M-E-S, 
S-C-I-E-N-C-E for Twitter, Instagram, yes. Facebook. There will be, there'll um, be a link on our Twitter, our Instagram, and our uh, website for the Patreon. All right, which is the same thing, patreon.com backslash game science. Yes, but so. if we have a link for it, it makes it a lot easier for them. Right. Um, but other than that, and you, do you guys want to add anything, Mikey? You want to add anything? Uh, just stay tuned for next month. New game, new month. There what is go. it? We'll see. Who knows? Wait, what? <laughs> Bubba, are you done talking for the day? Are you sure? Yeah. I'm All done. right. I'm done. All right, good. As you eat popcorn. Anyways, um, thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, like always, I'm Daniel. I'm Mikey. And I'm Bubba, guys. Science responsible, everyone. <laughs>